Hello, this is Sophie Lawson from sophielawson.com and this is episode 83 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things, about the art and things, and this one is about the art. I'm going to go through another one of my character design quarterly magazines. This will be issue number seven, and I'm going to to look at an article entitled... Characterful creatures with Haley Justice. Haley Justice, what a name! And I will put links and everything in the show in the show notes at sophielawson.com. And you can also find the podcast as a video on YouTube at youtube.com/sophielawson. Today we have little Peter the Penguin with us. So little Peter will be helping us on this one. <laughs> Funny. But this is going to be a little. I'm gonna. I'm. In, I'm gonna. I'm excited for this one, but I'm a little bit nervous. I'm a bit nervous because I don't know really what I'm going to say. But that's part of the fun, I suppose. What I'm going to do first is I've been doing little click look videos on my YouTube, where I clickly look at various art books. And a couple of weeks ago. My cousin recommended an artist called Boris Baligio and he he does like fantasy art and I absolutely loved those books so I managed to track down another book called Great Masters of Fantasy Art and it includes artwork from not only Boris Baligio but various other artists who all do fantasy art so that's going to be a book that I do a click look of next week and I'm quite excited for that one because I'm starting to fall in love with fantasy art. But that is for next week. This one, this episode is going to be about this little article. I've got a page of notes here. I'm going to do my best to just go through the article and just talk about what I'm seeing and stuff. But this morning when I was at work, I was thinking about this article because I, I, I went through it yesterday and took some notes. And what I realised this morning was this article really creating uh, characterful creatures it's all about balance. What I've taken from this article is it's all about balance and it's 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 balance and awareness or like mindful it's about being mindful of your lines, your shapes and the balance between different types of lines so the balance between straight lines and curvy lines the balance between different types of shapes and then the balance between like being realistic so using because you're creating little creatures from animals so you've got you want to be realist have realism about what the animal is about but it's also about having the balance between exaggerating it to be a, a bit more playful but it's like this article really it's shown me that creating characterful creatures is about the balance between all of those things together so the balance between the lines the shapes and the realism and like the exaggeration and stuff but what i'm going to do if you're watching it on on the youtube i'm going to put the camera above the desk so you'll be able to look at the article as i'm going through it because Haley Justice has got some really amazing little characters and after I read the article I went onto her Instagram which I'll link to in the show notes 
and she just creates these really fun characters. So I think she is probably one of the best artists for this sort of an article, but <laughs> little Peter says it's time to shut up and get into it. So that's what we're going to do. Bing! So let's get into this little article called Characterful Creatures with Hayley Justice. It's, it's quite a small little article. It's only four pages long. There's not a lot of text, but there's a lot of information in here. And what I'll do is, I, well, I've got my notes. I'm going to look at my notes in a minute. But her characters are really, they are just full of character. Her little creatures are full of character. So you've got some that are a little bit shy. Some that are really fun and bouncing around. Some that are cute. And then some that are, like, they're sort of moving. So... What I thought I would do, I'll just quickly skim through my notes and pull out some of the main things I thought about. As I was reading the article, I wrote down little things. So again, I've got the impression that it's the little things that like make the big impressions. So she's she's constantly very much like the last article where I looked at capturing the essence of a character. Haley Justice is again She's very mindful and aware of everything that she's doing. In other words, when she's creating a little creature, nothing is left to chance, really. Even the positioning of the feet, she's thinking about that. She's thinking about shapes, angles. So, yeah, and it's little things, little things that make the big difference, really. What else did we get here? Flow lines. So I, it made me think about Proko. I, when was it? Twenty fourteen. I was studying figure drawing with Proko, and he was talking about gesture and pinching and pulling. So how to get like excited and yeah, I suppose characterful people when you're doing figure drawing, you want to thinking, want to think and be aware of pinching and pulling. So like one side of the person will push, and the other side will be stretching pinching and stretching but it just made me think of that so that was cool basic shapes i've i've wrote here that everybody seems to say this everyone seems to say it's about breaking what you're doing into basic shapes so i'm just i think it's one of those things keep reiterating it personifying the animal that's how you get better storytelling so turn the animal into a person I've wrote here a little quote that I thought of is, if you can feel it, you can draw it. Because she talks about putting yourself into the character or into the creature and like playing out the poses. And that's something I've noticed is that because I do a lot of posing for photographs, if I draw a little Sophie pose, or if I draw a little Sophie off of one of my poses, I can sort of remember what it was like to pose like that. So that sort of goes into the into the drawing so it might sound a bit silly but I really do think if you're acting out the poses it, it allows you to sort of understand what the character's going through and that comes comes into your little drawing she also talks about silhouettes taking away all the detail to get a feel for the design the pose the essence the shapes the feel and that kind of links in with the basic shapes the silhouettes is like simplifying everything so that's what she's talking about, really. She, she talks here a little, little bit about beliefs. 
She says, if you're confident and positive, then you will become confident and positive. So she's kind of talking about how your mind is, it's very important where your mind is at when you're drawing and stuff. Movement, she talks about movement and talks about a load of other stuff here. But what I thought, yeah, I wrote the word balance really big because as I was reading each little piece of this article, I just kept thinking of the word balance. So I'll talk about that in a minute. But the four little, she broke this article into four main sort of chapter things. The first one is push and pull the design. And for that, I've summed it up as think and be aware of the animal's balance and weight, then exaggerate. So first, you have to understand the animal before you can start exaggerating it. But she says it's good to exaggerate. I'll look at that in a minute. The next little bit of the article is called Create Shape Clarity. And my little notes, I said, simplify complex and add emotion. So that's all about simplifying. The next bit is called Create Movement. Where, and on this one I've put Capture Movement by Balancing Lines and Shapes. That was a fun one, that. And the final one, this was my funnest bit of this article, Stylization. She talks about how... Well, what did I put? I put little notes I said, Play. Tried things, but keep it real. Really interesting this article is. I hope I can do it justice, but I'm going to read the first little bit of it just so you can get an idea of what this article is about. And it says, Animals come in all shapes and sizes, and here you will learn techniques to design successful animal characters that are subtle yet impactful. Really like this. So the first bit is all about pushing and pulling the design. And on this little article, she's got what is it, a little raccoon, I think. Some sort of little raccoon. But what she talks about is, yeah, she talks about stretching and squashing the form. But so that's where you're like, you can sort of play with the shapes of the animal to create fun, yeah, fun designs, really. But she says, before you can do that, you have to understand the animal in its basic shapes. So she talks about drawing the animal in like a very static pose and then and then play with it with the design of it so that was quite fun she talks also something really cool here she says what she does is she takes the raccoon and she sort of turns it into kind of like a teddy bear by pushing what is it she says here she says using rounded forms squash some elements such as the panda that's little panda such as the panda's nose and ears, giving the character an appearance similar to a teddy bear. And then she says later that because of because teddy bears are so friendly, your little character will now become kind of friendly. So you could you could take say a spider or a creepy a creepy creature, and if you sort of played with the the shapes and stuff, you could turn it into yeah you could make it like a fun fun little spider I like that she talks about elongating the poses this was really really interesting it kind of goes in with the 
poses, but she, on this one, she talks about how she pushes, she's got this little character here. I'm sure it's a raccoon, but she's pushed it forward. So the weight of the character is all at the front and it just creates this really, yeah, it's like a fun pose as if the, you're sort of wondering what is he looking at? Because it looks like the creature is peering over the edge of something and it, it gives him this sense of being a bit reluctant to move forward but the way she's done it she's pushed all of the character to the front but she's studied the legs so she knows that in order for that to make sense the front legs have to be t together and the, the back legs will be apart but she talks about with the leg placement she talks about you never want to have if you've got a character with four legs you never want to have all four legs like pushed together so you want to mix it up again this goes into the balance so two of the legs together two of them separate and she says here the most important thing is to avoid having both pairs of legs matching as this will make the character a bit appear stiff and unstable so you have to be aware of the balance of the the creature and this goes back into her thing about understanding it in its basic normal pose because then when you start playing around with it you, you're going to know how all the shapes come together really interesting that it's something i'm going to make sure i remember is because when i've drawn little characters before i've never really thought about the legs i've just even my little, little sophie i just and I, don't, I just stick legs there. I don't really think about it. So this has just made me become... I'm going to start being more aware of the legs, really, when I start drawing little creatures and stuff. The next little bit of this article is create shape clarity. So she, the first bit says animals with complex anatomy. Again, again, she's breaking it down to be simple. When first design, beginning to design a more complicated animal such as a bird, it is helpful to discover the proportions by breaking down a basic pose. Again, she, she's not doing anything like fun, I suppose, until she knows for certain that she understands how the character's made up in a basic, basic pose. I really like that. She's not jumping ahead. It's kind of like she's making sure the foundations of the character which is understanding its basic shapes is understood before she starts playing with the design. Then she talks about emotional acting. Yeah, she said, well, for that last bit, she says, when you have a confident grasp of how the character can be constructed, you can then work with more interesting and expressive poses. I really like that. And on the little article, she's broken the, it's a little cockatoo, a parrot, and she's broken it down into one, two, three, four, five, six, six main basic shapes. You've got like a circle, a little thing for the beak. Yeah, just really basic shapes. But when you look at that and you look at the finished animal, you can actually see the shapes in it. It's quite cool. Next bit, she talks about emotional acting. She says, an important aspect of turning an animal sketch into a successful character is ensuring there is 
relatable emotion in the design, which can be difficult with complex characters. This is where she starts talking about acting out the acting out the pose. I love this. There's another article in one of these character design quarterly magazines. When I did one of my quick look videos, I remember seeing this bloke. He, he was trying to design a face of one of his characters. He couldn't work out how to do it. So what he did was he s sat in front of a camera and did a load of like silly faces, took photos of them all, and then he used he used that as his reference. It's kind of what she's doing here. Because he, he's not only got reference, he's getting into the pose. So when he starts drawing it, he can feel it a bit more. I really like that. And then she also, with this creating shape clarity, talks about silhouettes. Which I really I really like that. She says about how if you, what she says here is, if you are concerned that your design is moving too far away from its animal base, you can test it by looking at the silhouette. Yeah, you should be able to identify the species and personality of the character from the silhouette. So again, it's kind of like she's doing the reverse. Whereas at the start, she's turning the character into basic shapes and then building it up to be complex. Once she's got it complex, she's then turning it into a single basic shape just to make sure that the design of it and readability of it is in place. So she's kind of going back and forth between basic and complex so I think it's quite cool and I never actually do this I need to start doing that more silhouettes this is why I like this article because I'm, I'm learning so much the thing is yeah, you got to try and remember all this <laughs> that'll be the next bit but create movement so the next little bit is about creating movement love this article love this bit as well she yeah what she talks about is when she's doing the initial sketch she will do lots of quick lines so instead of having like one single line she'll do lots of quick lines so then it looks like the lines are moving and it goes back into what what we said in that last article about capturing the essence of a character she said make sure the foundation is solid before you start adding details because otherwise the whole thing crumbles. It's kind of the same thing here. If the if like the initial sketch is full of motion, as you start adding more detail, it will stiffen up. But if the initial sketch is like overflowing with with movement, even as you add more structure and detail, the the movement is going to like sit there because it's the foundation. So again, it's it's. What I'm learning is when you're drawing characters and from your imagination, you've got to constantly be thinking of lots of things at once. But it's very important what you're doing at the start, because that's what everything else is based on. She talks about dynamic forms. To imply the swiftness with which the painted dog moves, there needs to be dynamism in the forms. I had to look up that word on Google. Dynamism is basically energeticness and vigorous. So it's all about having energetic, yeah, energeticness in the forms. So at the bottom, I like this little bit. She says, because she talks about the ears. 
one side of the ear is like a straight line the other side is very curvy and she says by using a straight line on the inner ear and curved lines on the outer ear the ears appear mobile and inquisitive as if they're sort of like moving and that's again it's like the balance the balance between straight lines and curvy lines constantly thinking about how everything is related to each other it's really fun and then she says at the bottom using two of the same line type on each side of the figure will however flatten the shape and stiffen and stifle dynamism so stifle the energeticness but the thing is that sounds like a negative something they said at svslearn.com in one of the courses is there are times when you might want that so you want to be aware of that because you might actually want the ears to have no energy in them so in, in that in that instance you would have two straight lines so that's kind of cool and then she also talks about angular and soft shapes and what this is is she's talking about how the pattern of the animal she's thinking about the the types of shapes she's using so again even every phase of this thing right from the initial sketch she's thinking about lots of lines to have motion she's then thinking about types of lines as she's adding more detail and then when she's like rendering it she's thinking about the shapes and how they balance each other on the pattern of the animal so i love this it's yeah it's again it's like mindfulness being mindful of what you're doing because everything relates to everything else and the final piece of this article i think this is my favorite bit it's about stylization, and this is my favourite bit because I I absolutely love this little animal. It's a little rhino, and what she does is she basically gets her rhino, draws it in proportion, and then she squishes it. So it's got a big head with a little body. And it just creates this super cute little rhino. So the first bit of this article is change smaller features. Yeah, so she's saying here, when a brief requires you to stylize an animal, it can be fun, but it is, it is easy to lose accuracy in the animal's anatomy. This is why, again, she's talking about, before you do any styling, understand the creature as it actually is. So she's talking about drawing it as, a reali- as realism or in proportion before you start playing with it very good advice i think and then she yeah again she's breaking it down into these basic shapes and what she's doing is because she's breaking it into these basic shapes it's much easier to play around with the pose because instead of trying to pose this complicated rhino all she has to do is pose like a, a box basically and it's much easier to like mess around with that box and because she knows where She's turned the legs into these little cylinders. So as she plays around with that box, she knows where the cylinders connect to the box. And then she can just add the rhino on top. So, again, it's just really good advice. I'm going to read this little bit because it's quite cool. She says, so for the structural posing, she says, stylized character designs can quickly become confused when new poses are explained explored as the shapes do not always match the shapes on your references 
To overcome this, start with a simple sketch of the basic shapes of the animal in a standing pose. This will help you to understand the relationship between different parts of the body and then bend them like an action figure to find the right pose. I love that. Again, she's keeping it simple. Keeping it simple. Because what I have a habit of doing is going too quickly to like advancedness, I suppose. Yeah. And then it gets too confusing for me. So I think, I, yeah, I have to remember about the foundations. Make sure you understand the basic shapes of the creature before you start trying to do the details but the thing for me is I like doing the details <laughs> so yeah, you gotta you gotta be patient I suppose and then oh this was cool show show this is really cool she talks about so her little rhino she talks about how a rhino basically what she does is she a dog a little doggy is very playful so what she does is she takes the pose of a dog and puts her little rhino into the pose of a dog. So she's mixing. It's called mixed different mannerisms. It's just amazing that. Yeah. So instead of being limited by rhinos and how they beha- behave, she can start pulling poses from animals completely unrelated. And what you end up with is a little rhino that looks adorable because it's posing like a little doggy, which I think is cool. She says, to enhance the adorableness of this character, I pose it so that she appears to be sitting like a puppy. Yeah, and this is like a subconscious thing. The viewer is going to see the rhino. They're not going to know it's a doggy, but they're going to get the feeling of a doggy. So, yeah, I like that. Again, this is something to, I think, to remember. Yeah, she says, the pose and forms are recognisable when you separately, but when they are combined, they work together to inform the viewer that this little rhino character has a sweet personality like that of a puppy. Amazing. That's it. Is there any more notes that I didn't say about? Said basically about the foundation, sketching and... Oh yeah, something I I noticed which was something I picked up on svslearn.com One of her characters has got four legs, two at the front, two at the back The two at the back are darker so that they're pushed backwards So again, it's fun because as I'm going through these articles things I'm learning in other courses and stuff I'm actually noticing them and I think that's kind of what happens. You just you don't think you're learning stuff sometimes, and then you start noticing things, and you, it's quite satisfying to see that you're getting better. Stylized, yeah, I think that's it. So this article is amazing. I love it so much. And Haley Justice again, have a look at her little Instagram because just so many nice little characters on there. And I hope you enjoyed that. There's one little thing that, which goes into this week's inspirational quote, but she talks about how when she was starting out, because she loved drawing characters or creatures, she her portfolio was full of loads of creatures, and she her mind was saying to her that, what was it she said? 
One of the biggest challenges that I experienced when starting a career in the animation industry was standing up for my work because no one else will. She said, in school, I would, ro- I would worry that having more animal characters in my portfolio than my peers would be considered a negative ele- element. In reality, it has been part of what d- defines me as an artist. I love that. I, I bet what happened was when she was in school, everybody else was drawing humans but because she loved so much drawing animals, she was drawing what she loved. But she was, and maybe even people were saying, oh, you got to draw people. And she was believing that, but she stayed true to herself and was drawing animals. And now she's successful drawing little creatures and stuff. So I really like that because I think the mind was trying to make her start drawing more people, but she didn't want to. And I think if she hadn't drawn... You can, when you look at her characters, you can just see that she loves. You can see that she loves characters, because that love comes out in her characters. So I love. There's like a really nice little message in that. In that little piece that she wrote there. Basically, just do what you want to do. Do what you love doing. I think that's a nice way to end this little article. And Peter the penguin. <laughs> Little Peter, did you like that, Peter? He did. Peter says he likes that one. Hope you did as well. Apply me, Peter. That's a bit heavy. Well, that means it's the end of that little article, and I hope you enjoyed that. I had a lot of fun with that, and like I said, I really enjoyed this article. And because at the moment I'm doing a a yearly art challenge called Draw Every Day, and I'm drawing little. I've decided I'm going to draw little animals and creatures for the whole. For the whole year. So every day for a year I'm drawing little creatures. And little animals. So this article is actually going to be. I'm going to try my absolute best. To remember all this stuff. As I'm creating these characters. And hopefully it will help me. Create better artwork. But I hope you enjoyed that little article. And as I said. I'll put links and everything in the show notes. At sophielawson.com And. Stuff in the video. Yeah, you can leave a comment if you want. <laughs> you don't have to, but you can leave a little comment on the YouTube video as well. But this week's inspirational quote goes to the artist who created this article, Haley Justice. And I absolutely love this art, if you'll quote. So this week's inspirational quote is Have confidence in your ability and your creations, and others will see it too. It's a nice little quote, isn't it? Peter says it's a nice quote. <laughs> somebody, think about it. Somebody created little Peter. There was there was a time when somebody sat down and created these little hand puppets, and now they've sort of come alive. So, have confidence in your creation. No, <laughs> have confidence in your ability and your creations, and others will see it too. Haley Justice.
tasty, very ripe.